Shipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Love comedy and filmmaking? Mm. The Harold Ramis Film School's year-long program at the Second City is for you. Visit RamisFilmSchool.com for more info. And I'm going to spell it again, because again, I don't think anybody knows how to spell this stuff. So Ramis, R-A-M-I-S, Film School, F-I-L-M-S-C-H-O-O-L.com. C-O-M. Go there. <laughs> I did so good. You did so good. Who are you? I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshipping. And this week's theme is... When your friends make terrible, terrible, bad life choices. Oh, this sounds terrible, terrible, bad. Sounds pretty freaking bad. Friendship between humans has many benefits But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits View friendship at the problem So today we're going to talk about your friend's bad life decision. Yeah, when they've done something that's just bad for them and other people. Yeah, uh, and today we're recording in a different studio. Hang the... F- Whoa, Trin. I just, as you said that, I just noticed there's a huge fucking shelf behind you that's labeled with things like bells, <laughs> gong. <laughs> what? There, <laughs> Jen, there's a, there's a cubby just labeled honk. Can uh, you? Uh, I'm getting in this. Get in it. All right. Go. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> What's in honk? Oh my God. <laughs> there's a little bin labeled honk. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a little tiny trumpet thing in here. Oh, please keep that out. That's something we need to use. We're going to use this. We're going to use this. This is a sound effect. And there's also, um, uh, I actually don't know what this is. What? Is it a a drum? I think it's a drum, but it has this. It's just a string on it. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, so it's got lightning on the sides of it. I think it's a lightning sound. Oh, cool. Wow. Wait, let me, let me have it. Oh, thunder. Sounds like thunder. Oh, that's amazing. It's a storm, and the ducks are here also. (laughs) What is this thing? Uh, I don't know. This must be all for Magic Tavern. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Not to brag, but Magic Tavern records in our studio, so. Yeah, I mean, like, we're fine. I mean, it's fine. It's It's no big deal. What is this thing? Penny whistle? Oh, please let this be a slide whistle. How do you... Oh, yes. wow, what? Yes. Okay, let's just leave all of these out. Yep. All right, definitely using that one. Them oh during my God. the show. This is so awesome. This, this changes everything. This is the best day of my life. Friendshipping just got sound effects. <laughs> How do you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No. Oh, uh, oh. Actually, I think we might need sound effects to get through this first question. I totally agree. And I actually think that the down slide <laughs> whistle is going to come in handy here. <laughs> Keep it out. Yeah, I'm ready. Go. Okay, okay. I'll read the I'll read the question and then you get that All you right. get that ready. Okay. Question one. My friend got a really awful obscene joke tattoo. <laughs> the design is too specific to go into, but it involves at least one throbbing dick. <laughs> They're pleased and I've only said nice white lies, but I can't get over it. <laughs> It's like I can't trust their judgment anymore. What can I do? 
That was the gong. <laughs> that was a good. This is good. Yeah. Okay. So uh, to be, so as ridiculous as we made this question, it is the question itself is ridiculous in itself. We at first thought this might be not a real we thing. We thought it was a joke. And it derailed my entire morning when I read it because I couldn't stop laughing about the idea of one of my friends getting a dick tattoo and paying money for it and it being like visible and like they describe it what they wanted to a tattoo artist and I couldn't stop laughing. Well, so like I actually know people with really bad tattoos is the thing. Like bad in what way? Like okay. stupid, bad design. Stupid. So I know a guy who when he was 16 years old, this is true. This mm-hmm. is a true story. His parents brought him to the tattoo parlor at 16 years old so we can get this tattoo it is a tattoo on his almost his entire chest of the baby dinosaur from dinosaurs the puppet show are you gonna slide with (laughs) (laughs) so as i was saying that jen just had the slide whistle like at the ready and i was like when is she gonna do it (laughs) but so that's not that's not it though it's not just that it's the baby dinosaur puppet from the dinosaurs puppet show on his entire chest, enormous, like a foot across. It also, the baby dinosaur is wearing a leather cap and a leather jacket, and it says bad motherfucker over the top. Oh of it. my God. So, like, that's the thing is that, like, uh, the reason why I don't think this is a joke tattoo is because people genuinely, like, this happens. This is life. This is real life. This is some real ass fucking shit. Like, you think you know, but you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're, you're totally right because. Here's the thing. When when I reread the question, like for the seventh time, <laughs> it took me that long to stop laughing. I realized that two words jumped out at me, uh, awful and obscene. And those two words are right before the word joke. So it might be a joke tattoo, like that's funny, a terrible dick drawing. Right. But awful and obscene kind of leads me to believe it's actually something pretty bad. <laughs> it's really unfortunate. <laughs> like, yeah, wow, it could be like... It could be bad. It could, yeah. Like my imagination didn't have to go very far before I landed on a scene of, oh yeah, this could be harmful, offensive, problematic, truly awful. It could be harmful to to people and triggering. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like that's the thing is that like I'm very much an advocate for do what you want with your body, put what you want on your body, etc. This person might not be able to bring bring this friend around children. I mean, the asker is upset to even look at it. There's a few components here. Because, uh, and this is something something that we mentioned, I think either last episode or the episode before, that there are a couple levels of embarrassment that you can have with your friend. You know, so there's like bad haircut embarrassment, which is like, okay, I'm walking around with you and you've got a weird haircut and like, it's not great, but like, that's something that's like, that's your fucking problem and you have to deal with. And then the other level of embarrassment is sink fire at a party embarrassment. So like, so like this person is a danger and you can't bring them places and then there's restrictions on what you can do with this person. And I think that a throbbing dick tattoo is bringing you into the other category. At least one throbbing dick. Like there might be said. more than one. Yeah, there's something else. That's not even the whole thing. Oh boy. Like I'm, I'm somewhat afraid because there's more than one throbbing dick specifically. This might be a homophobic tattoo. Oh right oh fuck yeah i know so there's a uh, here's the here's the thing where's the tattoo where is it we don't know it might be on this person's ass and like they only bust it out when they're drinking with their friends i hope it's on their ass i do too i hope it's not visible because like don't get me wrong i have two tattoos and if i if some this has happened before like in old 
mean person in the airport doesn't approve of my tattoos. I don't give a fuck. It's my body. But this is something else. This is a different. This is some next level shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about all the different components that are at play here. So first off, it is the mental decision that your friend made that said, yes, I want this tattoo, this obscene joke. So first they had to be like, yes, this was a good idea. Like, yes, this joke is funny. And then they had to lean in so far as to make a tattoo appointment. Yes. And find an artist and pay money. Yeah. So they believe in this, this imagery so strongly that even though there were all these barriers in the way, they, they still did it. They still did it. Yeah. So I think that you are right to question their judgment. Listen to your gut on this. Yes. You said, I feel like I can't trust their judgment. You are right. You cannot trust their judgment. Yeah, correct. Like, I'm laughing. <laughs> this was the worst thing we could have done to our podcast. I know. Oh, shit. My, my horn broke. Wait, hold on. There, there it is. is. Nice. Very important. Yes, you are not wrong to question their judgment. Uh, and, man, like, there, so there's this, like, this little voice in the back of my head, this tiny white male redditor in the back of my head that's saying don't censor them don't censor them oh yeah yeah you know but at the same time like you're not okay you disagreeing with what they decided to permanently put on their body and what they decided is funny and what they decided they want to project to the world you disagreeing with that is not censorship you are reacting to something that they actively did so try not to feel bad about that. Try not to let the little redditor in the back of your head scream censorship at their tattoo. Yeah, sh- shut up, Fedora. Yeah. S- step on that Fedora and don't listen to it because that's not censorship. That's not the definition of censorship. Correct. I think that you are well within your rights because of this. Uh, like, say this person, this asker has children. Mm-hmm. Let's say this asker has, uh, like, maybe you're a kindergarten teacher. It is okay, I think, for you to say, okay, we're going to be in this environment where we can't have throbbing dicks everywhere. So please cover up your tattoo. And if your friend says no, that's another bad judgment call on their behalf and not caring about your feelings. I have a related thought. And I almost don't want to say it because it sounds like I'm being judgmental of the asker. But I actually think I relate to the asker a lot. I'm wondering how honest the asker is in their everyday life in that the tat- person with the tattoo thinks that the asker would be okay with this at all that's true they already said they've been doing white lies and they're pretty far gone in this like white lie situation and the tattoo is permanent so this really isn't going away unless you can get like more f- more used to it i guess right so like the asker hasn't been completely honest with the friend if one of my friends now got a throbbing dick tattoo that was problematic they would know without even asking what I thought of it. Oh, right. This friend cannot possibly be very close to the asker because, or at least they've never had like discussions about dicks or, yeah. or about imagery or problematic things because, or any discourse at all, because the tattooed person believes that everything is fine. It sounds like they're just not, they're, they're maybe close. I don't know. I don't know. I understand what you're saying. I think there's like three different possible situations here. So one, this is a very close friend of the asker. And maybe the close friend has another group of friends Mm -hmm. that encouraged them to do this tattoo. Because I really can't imagine that it's likely that this person just spur of the moment, (laughs) you know, didn't discuss this with any of their friends. Oh, man. Because if that (laughs) is the case, then poor judgment. (laughs) 
two, maybe this is a tangential friend of the asker that they see a lot. Yeah. And so therefore, right. their input. I'm not saying you need to run your tattoos past all your friends. I'm not absolutely not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I agree with Jen that if I were to make like a big decision about my body, I would bring it up to my friends beforehand. I think so. Right? I just, I think you would. Yeah. I mean, some people aren't. What are you doing this week? I'm getting a throbbing dick tattooed on the side of my face. Exactly. It can be everyday conversation. Doesn't even need to be like that deep level of discourse discussion. It can right. just be something you mention. Yeah. What kind of tattoo are you getting? Oh, here. Let me show you. Cool. That's mm, that's, that's awesome. Good. I have no reservations about this. Like, <laughs> yeah. what happened? I'm so curious. And I'm not speaking negatively about the asker for right. not, like, digging into this. Yes, yes. Because that's not your job. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's not your role to play. I'm just curious, like, how I'm wondering how close they are. I, I think that for other people who are listening, who are not the asker, whose friends are about to make terrible choices... There are very gentle ways that you can show that you have some reservations about this choice. And I don't think that those are things you necessarily need to keep quiet. Uh, I totally get how people don't want to step on people's friends before they make a decision about their own body, like getting a tattoo or chopping off their hair or whatever it is. But I don't think that people bring you this information without expecting a response of some kind. So in the so for everybody who's listening whose friend did not already get the throbbing dick tattoo, <laughs> if you're in the pre-tattoo phase. The pre-dickin. The pre-dickening. <laughs> the dickening. <laughs> oh, God. The dickening, too. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Uh, two you, dicks, too furious. This is, this is going way off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in that phase, don't be afraid to say something. Don't let the Redditor say censorship. You can say, hey, did you consider the fact that maybe people won't want you around their kids anymore? Oh, God, yeah. Specific, concrete examples that will happen. Yeah, like the reality is that your friend made a decision that will affect where they can go for the rest of their lives. Yes. I mean, if this is a tattoo that's not really cover-upable, like if this is a... An ass tattoo. Please let this be a throbbing dick ass tattoo. God, for the love of all that is holy in this world, let it be on his ass. Right. Like, so my friend with the dinosaur tattoo, mm -hmm. that's on his chest, which is a very big, invisible place if his shirt is off. But typically, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. So his shirt is on. Tattoo is covered. He can make choices with his life. Yes. So I think that's really the crux of it. I think that his judgment is very much visibly impaired if he got this a very visible like you know bicep tattoo or something like that or if he refuses to cover it up or if he says this is your problem not mine that's bad judgment but if this is like a dick tattoo on his ass that is not offensive it's just obscene i think that that's a different situation agreed yeah what if it is on his ass and it is obscene i think that that's another one of these situations where it's like you get to choose what's forgivable and what isn't and if this is a really shitty rape joke, or if this is a really shitty homophobic joke, or if this is something like that, then you can say, you know what? This crosses the line for me. You've decided to permanently make this a part of your life. That's something that I disagree with. You can say no. Or you can say, you know what? This is a weird decision that I would never have made. I think that this does show your character, but you have other good, positive qualities. Everybody fucks up. Everybody makes shitty decisions. Usually not to this degree. Usually not. This is a internal discussion to have with yourself on yeah. like what you can handle and what, what your boundaries are and 
what you respect this friend for and if you still respect them at all. Only you can decide that. But from the tone of this question, I feel like you don't. I feel like you don't respect them. Uh, that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. Like, you can judge people by the decisions that they make. Yeah. For the love of God, trust your instinct. Yeah. 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 Like, you shouldn't judge people by, say, the way they look or what they do for a living if it's a, a non-harmful uh, career choice. Right. Or if they choose to eat junk food for breakfast. Right. Like, those are things that you really sh- But you can judge people for making shitty decisions because really that's the one thing you can judge people for is what they do yeah we don't live in this vacuum where you can be like i don't judge anyone no you you live on planet earth where humans hurt each other yeah accidentally on purpose intentionally every day so you gotta you can decide here what you can what you will tolerate and what you won't jen i just realized what grab the bell grab a bell oh god okay this is so important Okay. Okay, I have a bell. The unfairness oh. of life. <laughs> no, that was way too loud. Oh, Wait, it's is there so a small loud. ding? Is yeah. there a small Holy ding? Shit, that bell was loud. That was really that too loud. That's our HR bell from the old office. That's oh, gonna go shit. after the ding. Oh no, did you break the ding? The ding ding broke. My dingle hopper's broken. Nine. Okay, I need something else. <laughs> oh, what about a triangle? Yeah, that's it. That's the one. All right, I've never played. I've never played the triangle before. No, I, this is it. This is perfect. The unfairness of life. Sounds like we're in church. I love it. <laughs> we are, in a way. Friendship church. Yeah. Uh, so are we good for an in-conclusion, you think? Yeah. I also think it might be helpful for the asker to make a list mentally, a mental list, of all the things they wish they could do about this tattoo. Assuming it's like a stupid dick tattoo and not horribly homophobic. Right, right, right. Because that's that's next level upsetting shit. But assuming it's just stupid and bad, draw dicks on them while they're sleeping. <laughs> more dicks. <laughs> they like dicks, give them some more dicks. <laughs> they clearly, you know, send them emails anonymously linking them to laser tattoo removal. Yeah, make your email like, not my name 22 or <laughs> tattoo expert 42069. This ain't Trin 420. <laughs> Yeah, they can't ignore that. Or uh, finally, I think you could, whenever you're out with this friend, wear a T-shirt that says, I had nothing to do with it. Like with an arrow pointing at their (laughs) tattoo. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Think about these things really hard. Maybe it'll make you feel better. For like a second. And then you're like, oh, no, this this tattoo is still permanent, isn't it? In conclusion, no, there's nothing you can do about this tattoo. It's permanent. It's on their body now. But you are allowed to distance yourself from somebody who made a permanent body change based on something you disagree with. Like, that's not a judgy thing. That's just the way that life works. And if this is like an obscene, upsetting, you don't want to bring this person around children anymore situation, like, you can totally feel that way. And that's reasonable. And valid. Super valid. The fact that you brought this question to our podcast leads me to believe it's time to make a step. Yeah. A step away. And you can't argue with them about this tattoo anymore. It's not an argument anymore. Unless you get a tattoo in the same spot that's the exact opposite of their tattoo. 
Whatever the mess, whatever the message, the negative message of that tattoo is, you get the opposite on your forehead. Oh, that's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the only way you can make this an argument. It's no longer a discussion. Yeah, like the, <laughs> like it already happened. Like you can't be like, oh, no to this. Like, yeah. no. By the way, it. I have a. I'm ready to debate you now. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. no, no. It, now is not the time for talking. It's action. It's okay. I'm going to deal with this and just it's on their butt. I'll never see it again. Like whatever. Or it's, wow. Like wow dude yeah um, and that's gonna be hard because you kind of already said you're okay with it oh yeah i forgot about the whole white lies yeah thing. so like you're gonna have to get yourself out of the quicksand here if you if you want yeah that's a dis- and again that's a decision you have to make and that's really hard to do pat yourself on the back if you manage to bring this to your friend with the tone of like actually i was lying <laughs> or like that's one of the hardest things to do is to I guess backpedal. Backpedal has a negative connotation, but that is what this is, right? Yeah. I mean, and lesson learned for everybody else in the audience whose friend is about to get a penis tattoo. Uh, Don't white lie them. Don't don't bother. Just tell them the sticky truth, which is please no. The sticky, throbbing truth. Ew. Ew. I know. That hurts. It hurts us. I know. Oh, boy. Can we put this one to rest? Oh, for the love of God. Question two. Question two. All right. Here I go. (laughs) Here I go. After a span of unemployment, my friend took a job at a company I used to work for. I advised her to definitely not do this. This place is a scam and it's terrible. She did this anyway. She is now sad. And while I don't want to be like, I told you so, I for sure told her so. I want to be helpful, but I still feel like my opinion was disrespected. How can I get over that initial hurt and help her survive at this awful place? This is, this question is amazing because here's the thing. Wow, does finding a job suck? Oh, it's so hard and soul sucking and finding a job is a full-time job and a lot of people do it while they're at a job already. Yeah, I mean, and this person said that their friend was unemployed first. Oh yeah, you're right. So like that sucks. That's draining demoralizing you have to like quantify yourself and like everything that you've done and like uh it's it's so many anxiety inducing things all at once yeah you have uh more free time to think about yourself as a failure yep (laughs) (laughs) which sounds harsh but it's the goddamn truth you have a lot of thinking time and it's usually sad and hard obviously like you're not a failure if you're unemployed what we're saying is when you have the space to think about yourself as a failure you will yeah, you're not a failure if you're unemployed, but society will make you feel that way. Yeah, and you will fill your, your empty time up with thoughts of negativity. And it sucks. It's, so it's completely understandable that your friend would want to just take the fucking job so she could stop looking for one. Like, oh, great, an escape. Like, I can understand her wide-eyed excitement. Like, maybe I can make this place better. I can make a difference. <laughs> Sometimes things are just so unhealthy and bad that you really can't. So just bear in mind that she had this innocence about this and this hope and this joy of like, oh, this horrible time in my life is over, a life wrapped, Hur- hooray. Uh, but that is not how it worked out, I guess. Or maybe not hope and optimism, maybe desperation. Yeah. It sounds like you have a pretty good understanding of what your friend's unemployment situation is, but it could be even worse than you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe they fucking need rent money. Yeah. (laughs) Sad honk. Sad honk. So there are two components of this. So it's essentially how to put this behind you. So how to get over that initial hurt and then how to help your friend. Um, So the first part putting this behind you 
really internalize that struggle for finding a job. Really put yourself back in that place of having to look for a job, which you've been in before because you took this horrible scam job, so obviously you had a time of trouble. Capitalism is really, you know, it's harsh. It's a harsh world. Sure ding dang dong is. Yeah. So it, try to remember that it's not so much that she disrespected you and your opinion as it was that she just kind of like took the first exit out of this like really shitty place. Yeah, it's actually not a reflection on you that your opinion was disregarded. It really isn't. I think your friend was in one of two places. One, your friend actually did hear and internalize your opinion, but they're choosing to ignore it and remain optimistic because they're coping through a shitty thing. Or two, uh, she did not hear your opinion or internalize it fully because she is so distracted by the huge stress of finding a job. Boo. Job finding sucks. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, next part. I was like, okay, we're done. Like, everything is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, bye. (laughs) In conclusion, this sucks. So I hope that you're giving your friend some time and space because, like, is she sad and looking for your help? Or is she sad and looking for a listening ear? Like, I can understand why it'd be very, very frustrating to be somebody's listening ear after they didn't listen to you. That makes plenty of sense. But just remember, she's in a worse place than you are right now. And she hates the way she spends her nine to five. That is most of her waking time. That's most of her waking hours. Are bad and sad. Yeah. And weekends, assuming she has weekends, are only two days. Yeah. And, you know, Sunday doesn't even count because you have what I used to call before I worked at Cards, the Sunday grays, which is after 2 p.m. on Sunday, all you're thinking about is the next morning at your shitty job. Yep. So Sunday doesn't even count. You have one day of freedom from your shitty job. Man, I'm getting upset, getting some terrible flashbacks. Like, we try not to tell people to, like, suck it up or whatever, but uh, try to suck it up. Because remember, her life sucks way more than (laughs) yours does right now, presumably. Uh, So you need to be tough for her. Yeah, and I read this thing, probably on Tumblr, but I can't remember where, uh, that was sometimes in life you need to accept an apology that you never got. And this might be a case. And that's, by the way, that is not advice I'd give very often because apologies, that's some real shit. But in this case, your friend might need your empathy and your understanding more than anything right now. More than you need the apology. Yeah, exactly. So if and when she does ask for your help, which may not happen, she may just want you to listen for a while. But if she does, try to be a source of positivity and encouragement. So like, yes, you can find a job that sucks less. Yes, those exist. Yes, you are worth the time and energy it takes to find something more fulfilling that isn't a scam. Uh, Yes, this is possible. Look at me. I was there before and now I'm not there anymore. Like that's such a good thing for her to see. It's like when you're scared of elevators and so you're trying to get over being afraid of elevators. So you go with your friend to an elevator and you watch your friend go up and down the elevator. and Oh, look, they survived. Therefore, elevators are not dangerous and I can do this. That is a thing. Yeah, I'm smiling because that's that's a thing. So you are now the elevator survivor. Oh. So remember that, that you are the light in her life, that she can see the end. Of, uh, there's something at the end of the tunnel. Look, look at me. I lived. You are the reminder that this job situation is not permanent. And while she's still at this shitty job, the one good thing is that it'll be easier for her to find another one. Like, it's easier to get a new job while you're still working, and it's easier to find a new job while there's something on her on your resume. Um, so before, she just had this span of unemployment. Now she has this. This is ultimately, it could be a more positive thing. You are her, her optimism right now, her support. You're the person that says, you know what, this isn't permanent, but even if this job goes on longer than you want, this is going to be great on your resume. 
So in conclusion, it sucks that she didn't listen to you. She probably should have listened to you. She fucked up. Your friends are going to fuck up a lot. And like Jen said, you need her apology much less than she needs your support right now. Remember the place that you used to be in and how much that sucked. Now she's living that suck. It might even be worse because <laughs> she was unemployed. Right. Yeah. The desperation sucks. So there are other things available and she's worth the time and energy that it takes to find something good. And right now she might be feeling a little worthless and like this is the only opportunity for her ever. So keep reminding her that things are temporary, she can find something else, and be the help and support that she needs. This is an opportunity for you to be one badass friend. Super badass If friend. you can pull this together, you're Jen's friendship of the week. Yeah, for sure. It's a pretty big honor. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like that's, that's it. I feel like the people we address today have a lot of fucking work to do yeah <laughs> and i'm sorry that we gave you so much homework yeah it was it wasn't like oh like oh you're right why don't you go have a nap yeah it's it, like you're right and there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> <laughs> oh maybe the the listeners and the askers for this one can pretend to swap stories and be like well at least my friend doesn't have a dick tattoo yeah at least my friend doesn't have a, a shitty job that i told her to not take yeah are we done yeah, we're done. <laughs> well, this has been Friendshipping with Jen and Trin. And if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at twitter.com slash, wait, is that how we say it? You could, Oh, actually, that's true. Yeah. You would go to twitter.com slash do friendship. Yeah. Or you could go to the search bar and write at do friendship in there, and then you would find us. Do friendship in there. Do friendship inside of the search bar. Where, where can they ask us questions? Oh, on FM slash do friendship. Do friendship. We yeah. have a branding. Yeah. Um, so you can still actually ask us questions at the old Ask FM. We're going to leave it open so that nobody's confused. But in the future, it's do friendship, which this all reminds me that I need to add graphics to that page. It doesn't look like anything yet. Oh, good idea. I'll do it. So by the time you listen to this, it'll be very pretty. So go to ask.fm slash do friendship and you can have a look at our cute graphics. Is that it? Is that all we say? Thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. There it is. Do friendship at the problem. That's not as good. That's not as fun. There's one that says gone. Is there more than one gong? Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Okay, well, I'm going to take one of the yeah. air.